Anybody watching the offer? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Cullen, you have to stop trying to turn us into an offer recap podcast. It's really not. The, the window's closing. There's only two episodes left. I suppose yes. There's only two episodes. Do you left. think they're gonna the offer other movies? I mean, truly, I said this on Twitter. I said every great album should have a Beatles get back, and every great movie should have a the offer. <laughs> No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No. That's, I mean, it's literally, I mean, the, the show is just them illustrating IMDb trivia points. Like, that's, yeah, like they're so just funny. acting them out. Like, there's nothing there. Um, I, would, I mean, not having seen it, I wouldn't say that there's nothing to the idea of just, like, weird actors uh, acting out IMDb trivia facts. That's you would something. think. Uh, it just sounds like drunk history, like a drunk history bit. That is not uh, an There's unfair There's some comparison. of that energy, I suppose, yeah. yes. But, I mean, it's just, like... we. I mean, it is just the silliest thing, and it's so funny that they made this show with all these, like, 30-year-old actors playing, like, Jack Nicholson and whatever. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. they made, like... If you watch, like, The Godfather win Best Picture, um, Albert S. Ruddy does not look like... <laughs> who Miles Teller is playing in the offer. Really? <laughs> and it is just very funny. Um, you think that casting is somewhat flattering to him? I guess so. I mean, it is based, based on, on his experience. Based on his experiences <laughs> making The Godfather? Um, but then you get, like, some crazy, like, person that you've never heard of playing James Caan, and it's just, like, it's right. such a silly show. Yeah. Sims, you can feel free to weigh in at any moment. Okay. <laughs> I'm not watching the offer. Not interested. <laughs> Sorry. You're waiting to catch up. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting you, to catch up. That's do you have a favorite Paramount Plus original? Yeah, I like uh, the Star Trek show with Pike. Oh, I of course. I watch that You're every week. I, it's like appointment viewing. Of course. I think... I guess I guess what they have the good they have evil now right like that's officially right evil's theirs. coming back this week yeah so mm-hmm. so actually Paramount Plus is fine it actually yeah, yeah. has a bunch of good television it's just right. uh, not not gonna watch the offer that's fine mm-hmm. I mean look I feel like the offer will get its it'll get its due come Helen, award season you have to <laughs> award you have to, it's not gonna get what, any what if what if our bonus award at the end of this episode is which of these movies most deserves to have an offer <laughs> i mean it's, i suppose so many i suppose it's an option welcome to can i kick it hmm. this is a podcast about film festivals my name is jesse Catherine weber and i'm joined by andy Gramuga. <laughs> number one the offer stan cullen actually Emilio Diaz. And today is the long-awaited return and finale. That's right. Of can blockbusters. We cannot oh, this is it? this. Anymore. Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, I mean, we've, yeah. We've 70s. looked through the seventies. It's not doable. You just you can't do you can't do can blockbusters pre Jaws. Uh, I mean, we barely yeah. did it this yeah, time. It barely works here. Yeah, yeah. I guess the idea of the blockbuster doesn't really carry over. Oh well. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. 
what the but person... what a finale it's going to exactly. be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're going yeah. all the way back to the decade of my birth, the eighties. Famously was born the very last week of the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um and we're famous. looking at, Yes, famously. Uh and we're looking at an exciting slate of films. Uh do we want to just get started on reading the list of films. Should we introduce our guests? I think we should I introduce also, our yeah, guests and then we guests. should do our news. Right, our your news. news. So Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. Grasshopper <laughs> Films bought something. I Creep Show an award. Let's go. Uh, all right. Well, we are joined, of course, by uh, film critic, host, co-host of Blank Check, David Sims. Woo! Hi, guys. Thanks Very for excited. having me. Thank you for coming back. Yeah. Who demanded this episode? Yeah. Like, well, I like ago. I like doing it. I like doing the yeah. jury. It's fun. Yeah. It is a it's, fun exercise. Certainly. It's a fun uh, exercise. The although for this one, you here... had to watch more new new to you movies, I believe, than the previous one. Cer- so, certainly. Um, yes. 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 So we we appreciate you doing us that solid. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's there's a lot of movies in here that have not been heard from since the '80s. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that's what I thought was interesting about it, is I think as people who are into movies, you often, whenever you go back to stuff, you always go back to stuff that is, like, good or noteworthy. So it is good yeah. to just go back <laughs> to stuff that is just absolutely mediocre and left no impact. <laughs> that's true. Sure. Sometimes yeah. you find a hidden gem. I think there's Sometimes. a couple of them. Listen... <laughs> Yeah, we'll get into. Well, it. I don't know about gems, but whatever, movies, emeralds, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, all right. The, yeah, we'll get some news. What do we get? Jesse? Yeah, yeah. so there are a pair of pairs of acquisitions post can. Um, Janice, who of course uh, got the breakout hit last year in uh, Drive My Car. And I can't imagine that they have any expectation that they are going to do that again. Uh, but they bought, of course, uh, fan favorite EO, and then uh, mm-hmm. Tori and Lakita, the uh, the Dardenne's movie. So yeah. those are going to be their next two things, I guess. Uh, and it they, would you know, be very funny if they tried to repeat Drive My Car with EO. I think that it would be really funny. If they tried to. But I think that, like, while obviously there was a lot that went into that that's not going to happen again, like, they did just, like, do a good job with Drive My Car, just, like, sure. in terms of getting it into theaters. So, uh, if you're excited to see those movies, I would hope this is good news. Uh, yeah. And then Grasshopper. Um, oh. No, I was just gonna yeah. say it's like there's a world where EO is kind of a hit as somebody who has seen EO. It's uh, sure. There's yeah. like some potential for people getting attached to those damn donkeys. Yeah, it's like it'll be a first cast situation. Yeah, everyone will mm-hmm. stay in the cute animal. Mm-hmm. Sure, they'll put the donkeys on TikTok like they did the first cow cow. I you say that as a joke? I'm sure you'll be able to I'm buy a even... cameo <laughs> from the from EO. A came EO. I mean, it's already there. There you That's go. True. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It writes itself. Yeah. Uh, and then Grasshopper bought a couple of very Grasshopper movies. Yeah. Uh, Pacifiction, the Albert Sarah, mm-hmm. also from Competition, which was among people who are open to Albert Sarah movies, seem to be the favorite in Competition. Uh, and then uh, De Humani Corporis Fabrica, which is the new uh, sensory ethnography lab mm-hmm. movie uh, that is uh, about surgery and 
uh, oh, similarly oh right um, that's the yeah the similarly, biggest tough sit at camp. Yeah, right? similarly, <laughs> among people open to a, a sensory ethnography lab movie, uh, they, of course, they, they're the people who did uh, Leviathan uh, as their, was their big hit, but they've had a Monica few movies Mana. since then. Yeah. Oh, Monica uh, Mana. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's the different directors, I think. But this same. is the same, di- yeah, same yeah. group. This is Leviathan. the same director as Leviathan. Leviathan rules. Yeah. I love yeah, Leviathan. Yeah, Leviathan's crazy. Yeah, I mean, God. their previous their previous movie, like, it might have been Grasshopper 2, but it barely got distribution because I believe it was about a cannibal. Wow. Oh, yeah, I remember that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I remember the fuss about that. <sighs> Leviathan. I saw that at, like, the yeah. IFC Center. I think I've said this story on my podcast. And as I left, like the only other guy who was in the theater with me, like turned to me and he's like, was that a movie? And I was like, yeah, it was good. It is crazy. Cannibal, the, right? Uh, that was the cannibal movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Il yeah. Buco is kind of that same vibe. And the other, the Quattrovolte also. Similarly, just yeah, like, a little bit. We're here chilling. There's more narrative, whatever thin narrative right. you can uh, I mean, draw there. You know, Il Buco's reconstructions as opposed to documentary. But yeah, sure, it yeah. Is, it's got the same, like, immersive kind of yes, yes. character to it. Uh, and then the other, the only other thing we have is that uh, Steve McQueen, I guess it was announced a while ago that he was making his next movie about the London Blitz, but. Uh, Apple is going to distribute it, uh, reigning champions Apple, and it's going to shoot right. in the fall. So <laughs> we'll they have that next year. Coda won Best Picture. Won the Oscar. Oh, for yeah. <laughs> We all remember when Coda won Best Picture. <laughs> it's a memorable moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is crazy. That's cool. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have anything else for next year? For next know? year? Probably. I mean, there's, like, rumors that Scorsese isn't going to finish, but there's always rumors that Scorsese that's, isn't going to finish. I, and I usually, don't know where... That's not true. Yeah. They, they, usually, they wrapped that movie in last year. Like, I don't yeah. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. But, yes. I, I think they do. They seem like they're building a pretty robust slate, but yeah. nothing... Yeah. Well, what they they do they do have something for next year because they uh, delayed the Antoine Fuqua Will Smith movie to twenty twenty three. That's right. Sure. That's right. Prime for a comeback. He can't attest, mm-hmm. but like you know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. They also yeah they have a Matthew Vaughn movie next year, guys, with Henry Cavill weird. spy movie. Uh, they've, they've got the Ridley Scott Napoleon movie. Uh, yes, that'll be that's twenty twenty three. I think is the concept. I'm not sure actually. I don't know when that's happening. That'll be uh, great. And they have uh, the Tetris movie, so you better get excited okay. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna have a good soundtrack, I guess. I bet. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A good soundtrack of just that one song from <laughs> one Tetris song. Yeah. <laughs> you think whoever's doing the score is just gonna reconstruct the entire score around that one song? They're just yeah. gonna like bring, change tempos, bring it up, bring it down. <laughs> yeah. Much like I think this? so. Yeah. I think that's the or plan. I think that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. So let's get We're, to yeah. the business end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is giving out some awards to some '80s movies. Um, yes. So, uh, there's this was like 
it was like a little less clear cut as far as like what movies yeah. were gonna make the cut and what movies weren't gonna make the cut. Mm-hmm. Some and, um, we left on the table that we maybe should have picked up. And Wait, what did you leave on the down. table? <laughs> there's there's a few like raising Arizonas out there and. Uh, Something wild, the Debbie movie, where it's like, oh, those aren't those blockbusters. Are, no, no, yeah, but I mean, yeah, is but the like, color purple are, a blockbuster? Yeah. Like, yeah, the color the purple, purple would, counts. It's like an eighty million dollar movie made by the biggest on. director on the planet. No, what it's, are you talking it, no, about? No, it's not an eighty million dollar movie. That's not true. But it, it does, <laughs> if you have ET, you should have the color purple. The color purple probably costs more money than ET. That's probably just yeah, saying. Sure, sure. I mean, it did. Just... It officially cost more money than ET. Yes, Great. cost five million dollars more. Wow. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, it was just like we sort of scrounged for this one. I feel like 2010s when we first did this, and 2000s, and it even was, 90s, right. like it was pretty easy. There's like these weird animated movies yeah. they always have. There's always a Ron Howard movie, <laughs> and you just pick and choose, and you get this little fun slate of like sort of trashy movies basically right uh with like a few like great things like fury road fifth element these are the standouts the bfg <laughs> um uh yes so a little bit a little bit more finagling to make it happen this year uh some of these are borderline as to whether you would count them <laughs> as blockbusters or not but um we have a, we have a list and we're sticking to it and we're we're excited to go so i'm gonna i'm mm-hmm. gonna read the list now um, if, if we're ready. So yes. this is in uh, chronological order, I believe. Uh, we have 1981's The Postman Always Rings Twice, directed by Bob Raffelson. Yeah. Uh, Ra- 1982's Ra- Pink Floyd The Wall, directed by Alan Parker. Uh, 1982's E.T., The Extraterrestrial, directed by Steven Spielberg. 1982's Creep Show, directed by George A. Romero. 1983's War Games, directed by John Badham. 1984's The Bounty, directed by directed by Roger Donaldson. 1984's Once Upon a Time in America, directed by Sergio Leone. 1985's Witness, directed by Peter Weir. 1985's The Emerald Forest, directed by John Borman. 1985's The Color Purple, directed by Steven Spielberg. 1987's The Chipmunk Adventure, directed by Janice Carmen. 1988's The Milagro Beanfield War, directed by Robert Redford. 1988's Willow, directed by Ron Howard, our favorite. And 1989's Old Gringo, directed by Luis Puenzo. All right, and to briefly, it's the same awards it generally is, but to briefly go over it and what the like weird rules are, it's going to be the Palm, the Grand Prix, and the Jury Prize go to movies. Then there's a Director Award and a Screenplay Award. And then uh, lead performance and the supporting performance. Uh, the rules about ties, which I would imagine won't come into play, is that the tie is theoretically only supposed to be in either a performance, screenplay, or the jury prize. And then if you're going to give one award to two movies, it's got to be one of the performance awards and then either screenplay or jury two awards to one movie yes yeah yeah that's what i meant yeah all right also david as always yeah yeah, also david is technically the the president president. and has has ultimate like end of discussion making absolute power (laughs) yes right i'm looking at some 80s jury presidents vim vendors who else we got? Atari uh, Scola. 
We just talked about um, the all that jazz year. It was someone cool. Uh, all that jazz is what age? Seventy nine. But it played oh. at can in eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it played a can in 80 when the president was Kirk Douglas. Dang. Yeah, that's right. And it was that, uh, and it was Kagemusha tied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid it's a solid tie. Can I say it's that at can? I, t- I was talking to somebody who was like, yeah, I saw Vin Vendors on the street, and I was like, how the fuck do you recognize what Vin <laughs> Vendors looks like? I don't think I can. I mean. True, I truly don't think I can pull him out of a lineup. Really? I was like, when, Vim, when, y- y- you guys are too young. You don't get that guy used to fucking run <laughs> shit. Like everyone used to know what he looks like. Plus, he has a whole thing with the glasses. He, had a, glasses, he had a look. Yeah. He had a look. I mean, he's uh, still alive. I shouldn't say he's dead. I, uh, this was at the the first TIFF I went to. Everyone would be like, "We just walked past Bella Tar," and I was like, "What?" The? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, Bella Tar also there. there for a jury. Yeah. 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 Bellatar, um, I'm not sure I could recognize. I know what he looks. You know, he's grumpy. Yeah, very mm-hmm. grumpy looking. Yeah. Uh, yes, grumpy fella. But is there anything jumping out to you, uh, David, as what you'd like to push for an award at first? Well, I mean, I'm very pro, um, starting with the palm, but I don't know how you guys feel about that. I don't know what no, the protocol should right. be. I think that's easy. just just to get to, just to to get that. You know, that's how we do it. At the mm-hmm. critic circle, right? It's just good to know. It's right. like, all right, what do we have there? So now we can, you know, we can think about every if other award knowing the who the yeah. best picture is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was why it was so funny when everyone got mad that the worst person in the world won bar, foreign film. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> it was very funny year, like, for everyone in the coming. room. Yes, they didn't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, what do you guys think for the Palm Door Chipmunk Adventure? Where do we Where do we go? An old Ugh. gringo. Uh, so there's there's a, a big movie by the name of ET, the extraterrestrial, kind of like kind of a totemic film of the '80s. Is that too obvious? Come on, guys, throw um, out throw out picks from this cornucopia. I, mean, I would say I think like the the one that is like maybe the too obvious one to me is witness is just i feel I, like that's just I like love everyone witness. likes witness i got no beef with witness witness yep. is a good I, movie yeah i mean like harrison ford is also great in witness that's, and if we weren't a, yeah. right like if we weren't likely to give it a bigger award i think it would would theoretically be good to slot him in there just because the acting is a little scant but i'd imagine it will be winning one of those higher awards i would say the witness is certainly a top contender uh what's the deal with once upon a time america what cut of that movie did we see at our fake film festival did Um, we see the original like long ass four and a half hour cut the one that played at Cannes is the one that is on netflix right now that is the not quite three hour long one not quite not four, hours. four hours. Pretty long. Not quite four hours, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, the, the the real one. The good one. Yeah. Yeah. Such he made it well, yes, good. Right. He sure. made it long after Ruben Oslin style. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's around. Come on, what are, what's everyone's favorite? Around the room. Go, just just hit me. Just sure, shoot Andy. from the hip. I mean, my number one would be E.T., I think. like it's yeah, like, Don't same. be embarrassed it's by so... that. It's one of the most important movies ever made. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah like you know it's like i do think like it's a tremendous 
piece of like con- f- constructed blockbuster filmmaking. Sure. It's like got everything. It's got laughs. It's got heart. It's got product placement. It's like got everything you want <laughs> from a blockbuster. It, it is. I suppose we always do have to remember, of course, this is not actually can. This is the can blockbuster jury. So we do. Yeah. Right. Right. We are working within the confines of the blockbuster. There are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are not too many art films at our fingertips here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so sure. So obviously, ET, I love ET a also. well-known blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yes, we. I, I would say I've got a solid top three. Okay, what's the top uh, three? We got ET coming in hot, number one. Mm. Pretty clearly the best of the crop. Mm. Then we get the Milagro Beanfield War, which I watched this morning, and is really so nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> then. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know what the temperature on Milagro Beanfield is going to be. I was okay, also good to impressed know. with the Milagro Beanfield War. I, I think the Milagro Beanfield War is pretty solid. I mean, yeah, it's then, absolutely uh, ludicrous that that thing was released. Like, but yeah. you know, uh, that's one of the ones movie, where I'm but, like, it, I mean, it's <laughs> no. We one should talks maybe about say it. what that movie is because I imagine many of our audience members sure. don't know what the Milagro Beanfield War is. Uh huh. It's uh. Robert Redford's film about... His, his follow-up to Ordinary People. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Years later, about uh, a man who uh, rehydrates his bean field and runs afoul of... Uh, the zoning board, corrupt, yes, yes. corrupt officials, yes. It's, I believe, based on a novel. It feels, yeah. when you're watching mm-hmm. it, it feels like mm-hmm. it must be a true story, but it's not a true yeah, story. It yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's a merely, fictional town. Right. There's no Milagro. And it's contemporary, which I didn't realize till like halfway through. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yes. and uh, But it has like a sort of whiff of magical realism mm-hmm. to it yeah. and a whiff of politics and just a whiff right. of sort of small town storytelling mm-hmm. yeah. there's no way it would like ever be tapestry of characters yeah. it's a big it's... ensemble cast uh sonia braga's in it ruben blades it weirdly heard weirdly won an oscar and... for its score which is pretty much the only award nomination got from anyone right uh yeah christopher walken shows up you get a little mm-hmm. Eminem walsh some mm-hmm. great faces. Um, yeah. And then my number three is Witness, uh, mm-hmm. which I maybe had too high expectations for, but I think it is very just, like, good. I think, like, the first half is great. Um, and then the shot of them kissing is, like, one of the most beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Witness is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, that's an easy, like, top award director yeah. for We or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. One of them. Emilia's uh, making faces. Emilia, what are you thinking? I've been looking at this list trying to be like, which of these is my favorite movie? And I gotta be honest here, I'm struggling. Uh, <laughs> I guess my favorite movie here, if I'm being honest, yeah. the one I enjoyed watching the most is War Games. Wow. That, I really you like think War Games. War Games is better than the some of the films we've already mentioned? <laughs> Just, 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 just sure. making sure. Yeah, I think yeah. War Games is very solid. Yeah, I would say yeah. I, my yeah. top three, I think, would be War Games, Old Gringo. Old Gringo is <laughs> not bad. <laughs> and Witness. Old Gringo is like, we have Reds at home times three. <laughs> it is that, but I feel like all of these movies are like I have some other movie at home. No, no, that is a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is me saying, like, 
Once Upon a Time in America gets the caveat of I think if I watch it in a theater, I think it might be like an American masterpiece, but it's maybe. But I, I don't was know. a little distracted watching it. I think sure. it, I think it has the best stuff out of any of these movies. But there's also that's like, interesting. You know, there's also that's like an hour and a half more of I, stuff. Yeah. I really hated Once Upon a Time in America. I sure. I thought it was impressive that a movie that long was neither good nor bad. Um, my favorites would be, I think, also Witness, and then I was really impressed by the Emerald Forest. Wow! And then I also like the Milagro Beanfield War a lot. Those would be my top three. Crazy. Uh, Emerald Forest is not bad. Yeah. It's a fascinating object, certainly. Yeah. Uh, Emerald Forest is a John Borman movie, uh, about, uh sort of a true story vaguely right like thing yeah. of yeah a guy's kid gets kidnapped into the jungle and grows up with an indigenous tribe and then he meets him when he's grown up and he's played by john borman somebody looks like nick kroll i really think he, he looks like nick kroll it's yeah, kind of weird maybe he's uh, blonde, but yeah blonde yeah. kroll like uh, um, nick kroll in loving nick kroll was in loving we all remember is he blonde, blonde in loving. I, I, yeah, I don't he? remember that. I don't That's think he memory. is. But I remember him uh, wearing a hat. But he wears I don't a hat. He's wearing a blonde. hat. Um, <laughs> is Joel Edgerton blonde in loving? Yeah, Someone, Joel Edgerton. Okay, that's what Joel I'm Edgerton is blonde in loving. Um, because uh, Richard Loving right. was a blonde man. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a movie. I did not hate the Emerald Forest. I don't think I would. I would push it to the above. Uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial yeah, uh, mm-hmm. or Peter Weir's Witness uh, two movies yeah. I have loved since I was a child but, uh-huh. um, I mean as far yeah. as E.T. E.T. is a movie that I have probably had not seen in I it's the only movie I had seen but I had not seen it in probably 20 years uh, and was dreading rewatching it, and ultimately was just like, "Yeah, you gotta hand it to ET. It's pretty good. Thank there's, God. there's plenty of things." That <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> I was typing up that I was still gonna hate it because I well, thought yeah. I was still gonna hate it. Uh, but no, I mean, there's, there's things that annoy me. I, I would sure. not put ET at the front of the pack, but it, you know, it is him kind of at the peak of his powers of storytelling and image making. Even if there's stuff where I'm like, come on. Yeah. It's got some uh, great sure. stuff. Yeah. I love yeah, when he goes show. to school. That's like <laughs> my favorite part of the movie. And then, like, right. E.T.'s watching TV, getting drunk. Oh, sure. It's all happening yeah. to Henry he frees Thomas. The frogs. Freeze the frogs. Mm-hmm. He kisses the girl. Right. Yeah, it's good. so. And I mean, my thing, my thing for E.T. is like, if we want to, like, just like if we're avoiding giving it the palm or whatever for because it's obvious or, or or because people don't like it as much or whatever i do think like henry thomas is like an incredible yeah. performance in that movie it's like yeah. the best that, child that, performance. that's what i figure yeah it's it's one, it's incredible yeah yeah i, have, yeah, I, have thomas. I also have yeah. d wallace i think he's very good um yeah d wallace is amazing in et everything yeah. about et is good et is very good it's a yeah. Good yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Henry Thomas definitely e. occurred to um, me. E.T. just looks gross. I don't want to touch E.T. I, yeah, I also agree with that. I, that no one my, is making anyone touch E.T. That's my main complaint about E.T. is like, does he really have to be that ugly? 
Come oh, on. Come on. He's got his little waddle. Like, I love E.T.'s walk is, like, the most adorable his thing in the world. His walk is great. It would be better if he uh, had a skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I would certainly vote good. for witness above VT, but I, yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I willing to con- I'm willing to concede. I think, e- yeah, ET I think should be something. I'm sort of on the yeah. Jesse camp of, of just like I am not a AP fanatic, but I do agree it is like an undeniably well-made movie and probably the best made out of any of the movies here. There are just right, yeah, or most movies that I ever. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my my only I mean we can yep. we yep. can finish this the the Paul discussion up. My only thing about Henry Thomas in actor would be if we're going to talk about the Spielberg movies, I think ET is a good movie with a good performance and I think The Color Purple is a not so good movie with several good performances. Color Purple has yeah. got great performances. Uh that's mm-hmm. true. Um yeah, I mean I'm just kind of like, if you're not giving E.T. the palm, where is it going? Yeah. I think uh, Spiel- it probably I mean, should I go think somewhere. I director's an obvious, like... Yeah. Give him for both, though? I would give, give it to him for just director e. award. Oh, real slap in the face. <laughs> um, I think you have to I, pick one. I think, and I think, I think the I, choice is obvious. Yeah, I think the color purple is, like, almost not very well directed. Interesting. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's interesting because, like, it's such. It is at at times I feel it is like an incredibly unnatural fit for Spielberg to be directing that. Movie. It, it is. It's Certainly. not a great fit for him. But there is also just some sequences in that movie. Like I think particularly of the 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 sequence where um, Miss Millie brings Oprah home for for Christmas. Like, which is just like, I can't picture anyone else like making that sequence land as hard as as, as that movie does. Maybe as, I as think I think Color Purple gets better as it goes on, but I think the mm-hmm. beginning stuff when it's like very like dark and, and like, yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. around a lot of touchy stuff, he's still operating like full Spielberg like magic mode, and I think it's an extremely awkward fit. Yeah, it, like, I like so, yeah. That's it. the thing is, I'm like so out on the beginning stuff that even though there is stuff that in the second half that i think objectively works really well it doesn't like hit for me because i'm already kind of out yeah it's one of his worst movies he is still steven spielberg it's pretty well directed yeah but i mean like i think he would be the first to admit that's just not uh, he wasn't really ready to make that move like you know he no. well and yeah and it's interesting like they had to convince it like right because like uh quincy jones had like the rights yes. And they like, wanted mm. the most famous director alive to make the movie. Yeah, like, that is why he made it. Right, and like yeah, and they um, had to. They and I guess cloud. Alice Walker was convinced by seeing ET, according to yes. Wikipedia. So like, I mean, and like be and like he made a you know two and a half hour epic about like black life in the 20th century, and it was one of the biggest blockbusters of the year. Like it is crazy yeah. to think about now, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's not a film I've ever loved. I've seen it twice. I think Whoopi Goldberg's performance is like astonishing in it. And I always have. And I think everyone is good in it. Um, but yeah. it's just, I mean, I, I just think that Color Purple and Empire of the Sun are just just like training wheel movies for him or whatever. Or maybe that's that's dismissive. But like just movies where it just doesn't feel like he knows how to shift out of magic mode, as Amelia yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by like, you know, by the 90s, he figured that out. Um, 
Yeah. I don't really like the color purple that much. I look, if you want to give it to Witness, I'll give it to Witness. It's a perfect movie. Peter Weir's one of the greatest directors alive. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then I'm just kind of like, but now now we got to make space for ET. Where it's right, like yeah, Ford yeah. and actor does feel just fine. Like yeah. so Yeah. I mean, so I, this, I see that yeah. argument. Witness does have the thing that I think we talk about here often of just like how much it really matters, but it's like I, I think it's great, Peter Weir the genius, but it might I guess it's also like my, my least favorite Peter Weir movie I've seen. Like I do probably yeah. like Master and Commander and Truman Show and uh, Fearless more than Oh, Witness, I mean certainly. But... I did finish uh, Witness and I was like, that was good. I wish I'd just watched Fearless and I think I just like yeah. turned on the where the streets have no name scene from Fearless. Well, Fearless um, is great. All his movies are great, but I mean, yeah, I think I think yeah, Witness is really good. I think Witness is just such a straightforward thing that it, it's yeah. deceptive. Like, it's just it's yeah. a neo noir thriller from the '80s with the Amish in it. Like, there's right. nothing mm-hmm. too, you know, there's nothing particularly unusual going on in Witness, but it's just like perfect. No. Like, there's just no problem with yeah. it whatsoever. Like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's no piece. Yeah, we'll say, uh, like Witness- sort of askance. When this also was probably bolstered by the fact that I'm, I was just like, yeah, a neo-noir thriller from the 80s can't ever be bad. And then right. I, I had recently watched Ridley Scott's Black Rain and was like, that, that this movie's not good. And then we yeah, also the watched the, po- the Postman Always Rings Twice. And I'm like, how <laughs> right. is this movie? Yeah. Well, the, the Postman the, Always Rings Twice is a good counter to it. Right. That is such a sludgy movie. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it shouldn't be. Like, it's like, Truly, that yeah, was the movie like, on this... That was the movie on this list where I was like, there is no way this movie is bad. There is 0% there, chance. There's a reason <laughs> this movie is not, like, well considered. Like, you're like, well, how mm-hmm. is that bad? Bob Raffleson with Nicholson yep. again? And, it, you know, and it's like, yeah, well, it's David Mamet screenplay in the 80s? <laughs> like, yeah. It's fucking boring. That movie yeah, sucks. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I had never seen it because no one ever told me to see it, but I was aware of it. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, boring. Yep. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm just we... running on Palm Contenders. E.T. I'm fine with uh, the, the, the question of where E.T. goes is interesting. I feel like... I think E.T. can go basically anywhere. Yeah, I basically have it for every award of... Like, yeah, I, there's not, like, yeah. It. There's not really a category <laughs> that I might, like, E.T. wouldn't fit here. But uh, the question is just, like, which is the most... If it's not the palm, like I guess the pre is the next best thing, or maybe director, but uh, yeah, one of those I think. And then we would have more room to play. Where I feel like it'll be easier to find another lead actor, maybe not as good as Henry Thomas, but like one that is like, yeah, this is fine. And then it'll be easier to find another Grand Prix. All right, I well, mean, I think I'm... the <coughs> yeah, I think the other right. answer for lead actor is just Whoopi Goldberg. Sure, yes. sure. Uh, Whoopi's a solid. All right, let's let's go to actor. I'm putting, I'm putting sure. this discussion aside for now. Like, l- l- okay. we can talk actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. like who who yes. are apart from Whoopi, and we've already mentioned Harrison Ford and Henry Thomas. Are there any other absolute slam dunk lead acting candidates for lead? I mean, I'm I, looking it's, here. It's, it's, it's like Smith's lead and old Gringo. I would say he's kind of a lead. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a Fonda film, so it's Jane Fonda's sure. film. It's <laughs> yeah, and, but and Peck's in there, and yeah, I don't know. Peck isn't it? Yeah, Smith is uh, very good in it. Um, he's Wednesday bad. 
Uh, I would say maybe maybe to consider Broderick for a minute or two. I think he's very good in war I games. I also like war games. I don't know if he's the reason why I sure. like it. No. I, war games, he's the, my first He wouldn't be is, my number one award yeah. choice for that movie. Yeah. But I, I do think he's worth a consideration. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah we let's shout out names. Broderick. I yeah. I'm not a, I've never been a Broderick guy, but sure Broderick. No, I think okay. he, uh, Broderick's like one of the worst actors. Uh, and, just uh, I'm just throwing out names. I'm gonna get reactions from you guys. Nicholson and Postman, uh, absolutely yeah, no. Yeah. He's uh, like it's like he's always watchable, but it's like that. It's in service of nothing in that movie. You know the bounty is kind of divided between Mel Gibson and Anthony Hopkins, but right. like I, I don't think we can give an award to Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't. Sure, know, that's, that's, fair, that's fair. That's fair. It's also either of those are especially no, good it, It's not a particularly interesting. Mel Gibson and right and no yeah I had Hopkins on my like all right. long list, he's all right but it was like yeah, my yeah. last name yeah. yeah uh Harrison Ford and Witness Whoopi Goldberg and Color Purple Once Upon a Time in America it's De Niro Willow yeah. I guess Warwick I Davis th- is the lead like I would call Val Kilmer at all you know they're all supporting right like yeah, yeah. I would I had Joanne uh, Whaley Kilmer and supporting and I think I mean I think Warwick Davis is very good in Willow. It's I, a yeah. nice performance. Yeah. I think Fine. he's. I think he's very bad in Willow. <laughs> I find that movie insufferable. Like I, yeah, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's bad. just a larger. It's a problem. pretty annoying movie. I like was like I could like this, and then really, I'm like not. yeah, it's just it just really got on my nerves. Like I liked Kilmer a lot, and everything else was just kind of grating. And yeah, and it's an like, annoying movie. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of appreciate the idea of a Warwick Davis vehicle just fine, but the sort of the world and the adventure and they keep fucking arguing about like oh, yeah. should we do this and I'm just like just get going I don't know yeah. it's not short either all right forget uh, no, old no, gringo old gringo you know like you say sort of a cat you know sort of slightly confusing category wise and then Milagro Greenfield is a full ensemble yeah. there's no yeah. lead there really yeah that's like so it's everyone... actually slimmer picks than yeah, yeah. you might think yeah, I mean, like, Milagro is, like, I think everyone's really good in it. It's hard to even, like, pick a supporting performance because it's a sort of egalitarian. Yeah. I have yeah. one that right. is my fave in it, but for who, supporting, who? Sonia Braga, I think, is, like, she's really yeah, good. She that's, is really that's good. Fair. She's a good actress. I kind of uh, like I kind of like the lead guy in the wall. I'll say I maybe like the wall more oh. than anybody else. <laughs> Bob Geldof? You want to you want to give Bob Geldof an award? I don't want to give anybody an award. I, I'm just look, shouting out Bob names. Geldof. Ugh, uh, anyway, um, this is crazy. It's Peach. That's right. We haven't talked about the wall at all. I guess, but because like, it's not what does it talk have, about. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really have elements. I guess worth like awarding. <laughs> like it's like it, th- there's no technical prize. Yeah. And yeah. The you know, we're not like going to pull a Sin City, right? Yeah, I, you could call it a long lister for director. It's one of those things where I'm like, I get why this felt, you know, interesting. insane at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, I, I, there's bits and pieces of it where you're like, this is compelling, and like, right. I just also cannot yeah. imagine like going to a theater and watching that. Right. And, yeah. Like, there's wow, so time. much space between the songs, and yeah, I do not understand. Like, it's just like yeah. so much dead air in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's, Mm-hmm. Alan yeah. Parker is just one of those guys who has made genuinely good movies. He's made genuine shit, but he really, he was he he did not f- like phone things in. Like I and I I'll, sure. I'll like that's what I like about Alan Parker. Even though he's made like truly awful movies, he yeah. was passionate. I, you know, The Road to Wellville is one of the weirdest blockbusters. I mean, not blockbuster, but like studio movies ever made. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't like I don't love The Wall. Sorry, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, 
All right. Well, it yeah, sounds yeah. like Whoopi is sort of a front runner right now in lead actor. I don't know, yeah. guys. But I, but come at me. Yes. I mean, dispute. I don't really have a dispute. I think she's really good. I really loved. Um, what's her name? Margaret it, Avery. Uh, she was yeah. the standout for me in Color Purple. Um, but that's not where, a lead like, performance. No, no, it's not a lead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Margaret Avery is amazing. Even, Everyone is good it. in the color purple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, yeah, it is tough. Who would you give lead to? I mean, I guess that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, mean, I yeah. think the people who are in the same league as Whoopi Goldberg are Harrison Ford and Henry, maybe Henry Thomas, and like yeah. those are just much better movies that will probably yeah. win a better award or higher an award for the whole movie. Yeah, sure. right. I would largely agree with that. Um, I suppose that works. I have no qualms. I mean, I don't know. Like, I like. Powers Booth in the Emerald Forest. Yeah, I was he's thinking not, about him. He's, he's not. Like a, he's he's not who I would highlight from that movie. I think that, I wouldn't like, be like that is a good performance. <laughs> I'd be like, right. yeah, Powers Booth in that movie, right? And I, I think it'd be fun to give Powers Booth an award, but like, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I don't oh, know if the, the work merits it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then there's like. You could pick one of the guys from Creepshow or whatever, like. Uh, no, but let's I think not. Let's that, not fool around. Yeah, it's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might shout out something from Creepshow later. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, um, Creepshow is a movie that I watched last night that I enjoyed more before I turned off the motion smoothing on the TV. Jesus. I mean, it does have a visual look that I guess motions. It does. Uh, it does. Might, I think so. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I think yeah. it kind of has to be Whoopi. I, I guess I so. agree. I think so. And I mean, like, it's a great performance. Like, she, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. And like, it was her like debut also, which is like incredible. Like, I mean, she became like mm-hmm. a movie star. Like, and like is yep. still a cultural icon. Like, it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, great performance. Yes. Agreed. Uh, all, right. all right. Sort of supporting. penciling Whoopi over there. Okay, supporting. This is obviously all over the place. I'm going to shout out the movies again. You, you could just ring in with anyone. All right, Postman always rings twice. I Silence. think Michael Lerner's okay. kind yeah, Michael of Lerner. Michael Lerner is, is, is the only his, time when he, that matters. It's actually... Yeah, like, it's nice to see him. And the movie is all of a sudden okay. It's a Michael it's, Lerner movie. It's yeah. also yeah. nice to see young, young-ish uh, yeah. Yeah. Lerner. Yes, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, sure. dark hair instead of the white hair. That's yeah. actually a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> he throws... He's, I mean, he's throwing... He's, I mean, like, literally, it is the only time I think the movie is good. Is when yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is it? Like, yes. yeah. I mean, it started... That movie is, like, not good, but it started and I was like, I could vibe with this. Like, it's got an interesting energy. He's at a diner. Christopher Lloyd's there for a second. It's a good uh, setup, which I imagine is why it's been made so many times. Yeah, but like yeah, no, it's a totally just... compelling, right? Yeah, uh, the parable where she falls out of the car is funny. All right, E.T. I mean, certainly Drew Barrymore, etc. Cute sporting D. Wallace, performances. Yeah. D. Wallace is great in E.T., but E.T. is probably winning something else. I mean, Creepshow. Yeah. Creepshow is a full 
uh, ensemble the there. Is, the is there thing. anyone you like? Creepshow's a good movie, by the way. Le- Leslie Nielsen in Creepshow. Yeah. I was just he's, fully on board with that performance. He's the that's best like the, performance. That's like yeah, the one yeah. time with that movie where I was like, this is exactly as like goofy and yeah. fun as it needs yeah. to be, and it's he completely also, successful. I think he's given, like doing impressive work, genuinely. He's, he is fun, and he's also given the only remotely interesting premise, which is what yeah, if Leslie Nielsen like constructed a Michael Haneke film? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, th- all right. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, war games. I like Ali Feedy a lot. I think games. he's got a great energy in war games. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Ali Sheedy. I mean. Yeah. I mean, since war games crush. keeps coming up, that would maybe be my pick for screenplay. Just that's also I think what I was that, like, that, yeah, that, That's a like, screenplay so, movie. Yeah. Yes. What about for? I mean, for screenplay, what about the bounty? <laughs> The bounty's what? nothing. What, a, what about the bounty? Is... What do you mean? What, a, what about the screenplay going back bounty? and forth? <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, that doesn't uh, happen until like an hour and ten minutes into the bounty. Written by Robert Balt, one of the great Hollywood screenwriters. Uh, bounty's pretty boring. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Wait, I also do want to slightly go back and say I do think Robert De Niro is very good in Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. But we can, he is. But we can go back. Yes, he he's good. But I prefer James Woods I in also Once Upon a Time yeah. in America. Here's That's a great thing. performance. Yeah. James Woods is so good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he is. He's usually good in movies, especially back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so James Woods is out there. Witness. I think Kelly McGillis is kind of a co-lead almost. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Haas is the standout supporting. I mean, yeah. yeah. You'll never have to twist my arm into giving Patty LuPone an award, certainly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Consider Patty LuPone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. Danny she's Glover. She's the sister or whatever. Yeah. yeah she's um, the sister. She has two scenes. It's probably, it's not big enough part, but uh, she's good. The Emerald Forest. I mean, I think not really the, an acting movie, but I no, think, go, ahead, no. go ahead. I think the guy who is the son's adopted father is very good. But like, again, yeah. Yeah, it's not really an acting movie. No. Uh, I think it's Chipmunk, a moving film and Chipmunk the performances help with that. We need to have this conversation. That movie is like the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Right. I mean, Which it's, it's Chipmunk, Adventure. Chipmunk Adventure. Oh. It's yeah, completely it's about the unacceptably racist. I mean, yeah. what can you say? Um, I think, think those are like... very small sections of the movie. No, they're not. Andy, it's like a third of the it's movie. On like the a movie is tour. like 70 minutes long. And it is uh, like a good 25 minute section where they're... Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. I don't know. Don't I thought watch it was charming. The, the songs are good. That is so crazy. It's easy to tune out the racist parts. That's my <laughs> no, it's it. not. It's really All not. Right. There's Nancy any special Cart- award he's giving to Chipmunk Adventure. Nancy Cartwright, of course, plays an Arabian prince in that movie. I'm looking yeah, at the credits yeah, right now. So that. if you want to yeah. do like a supporting award there. Yeah. Uh, no, I okay, do not. All right. Um, so other supporting Kilmer awards. and Willow. Kilmer and right. Willow. I do think he counts as supporting. He's not in the movie for a while. Yeah. He's quite yeah. charming. Um, yeah, he's, he's good. I'm probably yeah, fairly charming Kilmer. to giving any award to Willow, but um, um yeah, I, you know, could we squeeze Smiths in there? I don't know. Uh, Milagro Beanfield is, you yeah. know, Everyone's a cowardly 
like throw it to the whole ensemble, right? Or yeah, yeah do you do you pick someone? Yeah. Uh, if we're giving Whoopi lead, obviously that sort of rules out the color purple for supporting. Obviously, it's got yeah. plenty of good supporting performances. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that? Am I forgetting anything? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think I've um, run through right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there's not like a slam dunker here. No. No. Um. I mean, look, James Woods is really good in Once Upon a Time in America. He, uh, I also, um, Forsyth is very good. You got a lot of good guys in that yeah, one. Yeah, but you though. can't give it to someone who, you, it's hard because it's hard to give it to Woods, but also hard to give it to someone who isn't him. Sure, Even if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's other, uh, yeah. Like Aiello pops up and is fun, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Fashion. a good. I mean, that the bit at the hospital with the babies is like yeah, that's the best probably, bit of that movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, Woods is good. If if Smiths is supporting, then I would maybe submit him as my favorite. I think left. that would possibly get jeered at a real festival. Us sure. doing that kind of. I just don't know. Trickery? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it would uh, if it would go over. Um, but I don't know. I I'm very open on this one. I don't have a major favorite. Yeah, yeah. Except sure. For James Woods, I mean, well, so so we sort of have witness penciled in up at at the palm, right? Is sort of roughly yeah. where it's we sort are. Sort of penciled up so. there. Sort of. So I'm trying to think. There. Like, what are the other two movies where like. We want to give them just the like plain old the whole movie gets an award awards versus. That's a fair question. I think it would be E.T. pre Beanfield jury. You don't think Spielberg gets director and you give the pre somewhere like give the pre to Beanfield maybe? That is an option for sure. And then toss the jury to something like I don't know. Go ahead. I I had the thought of because I mean I think. Spielberg and director makes sense. I had the thought of because we're saying like everyone is really good in being field war. It's this great ensemble. Do you then move up to giving it to Redford for kind of pulling together that ensemble? Sure, sure, sure. Um, that's. I mean, that's that's. It's just. I'd almost be more pro Beanfield getting. The pre. Yeah. Both because it's like kind of a justice for Beanfield moment, mm-hmm. sure, and 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 because like, attention should be paid, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and because yeah. like Spielberg, uh-huh. I just feel like giving ET a runner-up prize, sure, is, sure. Al- is almost right. odd. Like it's almost better sure. to just be like, well, Steven Spielberg did the thing, so there you go. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine know. with that, and that Director. means right. So then that with supporting leaves us maybe, I don't know, Michael. Well, it might leave us in the woods. Sorry, guys. We might be in the woods. I think Michael Lerner is a good call. Michael Lerner is okay. I'm leaning as well. I think that's That's just a fun pick. Everyone was was jazzed about him. Everyone got a little excited. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that is truly like the any port and storm in that movie. Right. I know. Where it's it's like, like, oh, someone's like The glass of water in the desert of like, oh, my God. He shows up smoking with a bow tie on. All right. I'm like hell yeah. So let me just say in this in this world that where there's certain things I've penciled in. I like I like the idea of war games for screenplay. I'm just I'm not nothing's sure, concrete sure. yet. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, let's yeah. say that like Witness, Milagro, ET, Color Purple, Postman and War Games are all on the board. Okay? Then that leaves us 
I'm just going to read you a list of the movies that have have nothing so far. Sure. And this right? is for the, one award. For essentially prize, would be yeah. for one prize yeah. barring some kind of, you know, whatever Tie. debate. Yeah. Uh so that would leave us with Pink Floyd the Wall, The Bounty, The Emerald Forest, The Chipmunk Adventure, Sergio Leone's 4-hour magnum opus Once Upon a Time in America, Willow and Old Gringo. I believe that is it. Oh, and Creep Show. Sure, <laughs> I sure. forgot about Creep Show. Uh, by the way, I don't like Once Upon a Time in America that much. I would just think it would be funny if we ended up giving it to like Old Gringo or whatever. I mean, it would. I mean, I think The Emerald Forest is the clear best of those movies. No, I would push back. I, I would not. Would you, what I'm would not you sure. Say I would say better. it's clear best. Go ahead. I would say Old Gringo or The Bounty. I like. <laughs> no, absolutely. Those movies are both repellently these boring. Mo- I think these movies are all kind of in a six out of ten. There's stuff I like range. I, the Bounty yeah. is lower. Bro. The Bounty is a these very like, handsome, fairly boring movie that you wish these are like was fun. VHSs that I would see at my grandparents' yes. house and be like, I can't watch this. I'm a kid. Right. Like, or like, yeah, I feel like they're classic. Like. They're 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 VHSs at the like at the rental cabin that you were yeah. staying at for the week, and you're like, should I watch yeah. this? And you yeah, what decide, the hell is you old Gringo? <laughs> old Gringo is kind of a movie time forgot, whereas like the Bounty feels like you know that was a uh, handsomely mounted British production with like a Vangelis score and all that. Yeah, and you watch yeah. it, and you're like, this is just like twenty percent worse than it should be. Right, like, this I mean, should yeah, be okay, I, and it's kind of bad. Right, I do feel like yes, that. Uh, the bounty has the most missed potential of any like yeah. Daniel Day Lewis is in it. Yeah, like exactly. and right. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. And yeah. No one is good in it. No I one's would, bad. They're fine. No one's I mean, bad, yeah. But no one's good. Right. It also has like questionable depictions of like n- indigenous people. Like sure. there's like all that. Stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, like, uh, yeah, we're giving Emerald Forest a pass. On I would that say one. both I, movies. I don't know. Have I think pluses and minuses on that front. Pretty kind of. You know, I think there's parts of it that are well thought out and moving. I think Emerald Forest is probably people. better intentioned. I don't know if it sure. gets to being like right. actually like an, an actually like good sensitive portrayal sure. of those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm an, I guess it's like I guess I'm the weird one out here for being like I guess I liked Once Upon a Time in America, but Old Gringo I guess is my second favorite there. I liked Old Gringo. What can I say? Old Gringo is the kind of movie that's like built to get wheeled in on VHS for you to watch in like yeah. history class. It's a, it's a class movie, yeah. Yeah, but uh I kinda liked it as that. I sort of like I like Smith's I guess the problem with it is that the Jane Fonda thing kinda doesn't work, which is sort of a weird thing to say about its lead performance and character. Yeah. But uh and producer. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I'm like <laughs> sure. I mean the thing with What's About Time in America is I think it is like solid and like a similar thing to what Jesse's saying about E.T. where it's like admirable. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Sergio Leone made this movie. It's a real movie. But I never really got there with it where I was like, it is like a genre that I like a lot. And there are times, I think like, there are times where I got there with it. I do feel like like a lot of these movies, it's sort of like the Bobo version of another movie. And you can, yeah. and you can sort of see like, oh, I guess like eventually Scorsese just made The Irishman, which is like sort of everything this movie's trying to do. But like a lot better or and it, mm-hmm. but it, i guess it just has like the patina or whatever yeah. movie that I like like i like the untouchables right. in a similar way where i'm like i don't think yeah. the untouchables is like a great film but i sort of like the nero yelling at people and like doing that yeah. sort of tough gangster thing and you get like the first half sort of like 
oh, Mark Cordy, this is my... Right, it's the, yeah, the, that's it, the good it was supposed to be two movies thing. Is like, really yeah. hard for me to get over in that movie. I'm like... Sure. I don't think it was supposed to be two movies. What I... It, it was supposed to be one, and then he shot a bunch of stuff and was like, maybe it's two, and then was told, like, no, it can't be two. Um, and I mean, and that's one that I'm, like, similarly, like, fine with winning, like, whatever, like, jury is left. It was just one that I was, like... Maybe expecting more. Yeah. So the disappointment affects my, like, feelings on it. Right. Where the opposite is true of Old Gringo, where I was like, what's there to expect with Old Gringo? It's called Old Gringo. I'm like, it's actually not bad. It's, like, (laughs) solid and there's, like, a bit of romance. I wouldn't, yeah, I mean, I don't like Old Gringo. It's just hard to get excited about Old Gringo. Yeah. Like a lot of these, where you're like, eh. Yeah, once, once it is a, a pretty time, apathetic list. <laughs> yeah, once a ton of time in America is just like, I wouldn't be mad if it won an award, but I have no desire for it to. It's, it's just sure. a bigger <laughs> swing than some of this stuff. That's why yeah. I sort of, you yeah. know, give it the yeah. nod, yeah, even though I've never been a huge Leone guy. And like, it, I look, I did not rewatch it for this podcast. I saw it when I was in college because yeah, it was right. a movie that I thought I was supposed to see. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't hate it, but I I was like James Woods, baby, like that, and like sure, I don't know yeah. if that was supposed to be my takeaway from it. <laughs> and I I do like the front, the, I like the front half of that movie. I think yeah. a lot the more. Yeah. front half. I think the ending is also like insanely. That's the like ending's a weirdly, cool. Very, it's a very cool affecting thing. I don't know. I guess it's just hard to get. Yeah, it's really hard to get excited about any. The Leslie Nielsen section of Creepshow is my favorite movie out of any of these. But also, <laughs> the, also every other segment of Creepshow might be the worst movie out of any <laughs> the, of these. Yeah. I, yeah, the problem with Creepshow, obviously, Romero is a very important filmmaker. But it's like after the Nielsen one, the first couple, you're like, oh, this is a, this is silly, right? You know, who cares? Yeah. The Father's Day thing is silly. The yeah. Stephen the, King one is silly. The Leslie Nielsen one is, like, is yeah. There's a novelty is, to that one, certainly. The, the, like, right. The Leslie Nielsen one is a lot of fun, and you're like, hell yeah. And then the fucking Hal Holbrook crate one is so long. It's so long. And you're just like, ah. Yeah. I, don't mind, I don't mind the E.G. Marshall bug one that much, Like, but at that point, I was just exhausted. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. the that fucking one, crate. Th- that fourth one is truly, yeah, that, it, it probably is the worst thing. If you lift the crate out, the movie's probably like ninety five minutes long and better. Yeah. Like you know, like if it's you just take it out. Fifty minutes. Yeah, long. Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. It's enough. a clean cut, certainly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. That's the thing is just like it seems like Stephen King at this point did not understand how to write a screenplay, and he chose to write like one of the hardest types of screenplays you can write. That like yes. many good screenwriters fail to write a good anthology film. So it was done very well a couple it's times. It's true. Was, Fairly yeah. early in his career, yeah. He like, he had. Yeah. I looked. He had. It was his first screenplay, and the only yeah. movies that had been made based on his stuff, I think, were Carrie and The Shining. Right, sure, it's, yeah. he hasn't published like Pet Cemetery yet, his greatest novel. Uh, he hasn't published it. He hasn't published Misery. Like you know, he hasn't done a lot. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, he's like six or seven novels in at that point. When uh, it's his section of the movie, I didn't know it was him. I was like, this fucking guy and this <laughs> scene is so annoying. And I like <laughs> looked looked it up. I was like, this is Stephen King. This sucks. Yeah, he should have not, not done this to himself. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. I feel like we're. I feel like I could shout out to you right now that we're doing Witness, Milagro, Blank as the top three. 
Spielberg, mm. Whoopi, Lerner, War Games. And I don't think I would get a lot of objection, but we still are no closer on our jury prize winner, which is funny. Yeah. If we yeah. were, if we were just doing a show of hands votes of the movie that we were dis- movies that we've been discussing, I would probably vote o- Old Gringo for the jury. Wow. Gringo might just sneak like... in there by default. Really? Uh, I mean, look, so you guys want to do classic jury voting? Three points, two points, one point. Look, I've been on a lot of fucking juries, guys. <laughs> do you know how long it took me to get Julia Fox yeah, yeah, into, what, what a, is... into a Gotham's category once? That took like five ballots. Sorry. Sorry. I'll stop talking. Fibs, what do you um, want to win? I feel like you're being like a lot of just throwing it pre? out. Yeah. Oh, for the jury, uh, sorry? For the jury. For the jury. jury. Yeah, like out of what is left, what do you think is the best movie that we could award? I mean, this is why I'm talking out Once Upon a Time in America so much, because I think if you like made me rank the movies, I would put it top. And yet it's a movie that frustrates me. And yeah. after that, I'd probably be split between the Emerald Forest and like maybe old gringo like the, those are like and they're both like like i said like flawed interesting movies to me and like honestly i could be talking now the wall's too boring it's just like yeah. anything that looks good i'm like look right you can talk yeah, to the animated it. sections of the wall i like yeah. a lot um i mean there's a lot of visuals in the way i mean it, i like the yeah. look of them a lot i don't like the, sure you know, the the pacing yes. or whatever Fair like, <laughs> but this is why i think i keep throwing to you guys because i'm just sort of like help me here because i'm like if everyone was yeah. like we want creep show i would be like all right we're riding for creep. Right. like i could be talked into almost everything on this list except for the chipmunk adventure which is a bad movie uh, and the bounty, those are two, and Willow. Those are those sure. are the three yeah. where I would be like, I don't think so. Uh, everything else I could probably be talked into, and I don't know if there's some rearranging to do here. I don't think there is. Like, no, I don't, I don't think, think there's an actor in one of these fit perfectly. I guess we didn't like talk about screenplay at all. But we like, didn't. I just put war games there because it makes sense. Yeah, right. But yeah. say you like, have that is that is a classic sense. movie where the screenplay is like twenty percent better than it needs to be. A hundred percent. It's why the movie is good. Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. But like, there, I mean, there's some like well, uh, John Badham's no Steven Spielberg, obviously. But there's some very well directed scenes where I was like, this one's not so. Well, bad. I I mean, I don't think it. Yeah. It, I mean, the interesting thing about the direction is that after I was reading is that originally Martin Brest was hired to direct right. it, yeah. and he shot like two weeks, and then John Badham stepped in, and he was like, Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy were scared. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> So clearly uh, he had some influence on the movie working as well. But yeah, it's just uh, like that screenplay is like so ludicrous, but in a very compelling way. It is. Yeah. And it's like, say you put War Games in the jury prize. Is it more compelling to give one of these movies a screenplay win? Like, right. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think like, so. I mean, my answer is still just Emerald Forest because I think it's the best, but. I think Look, probably I, I would almost go play. with you on Emerald Forest, but it feels like an uphill climb. I don't think anyone else likes the Emerald Forest. Yeah, it's gonna be I, I, old I don't. I don't hate the Emerald Forest. I think old. Sure. Gr- I think it and old Gringo. The difference between it is slight. I just think I prefer. I think I like Smiths and old Gringo more than I like basically anything in the Emerald Forest. Yeah. Old Gringo. Old Gringo. I mean, it seems. It sounds like three people agree that it's Old Gringo. 
if the movie wasn't called up old gringo i feel like it w- wouldn't be fi- fighting such an uphill battle i feel like old gringo is maybe maybe i think it would be it's not the, the funny thing is not really about the old gringo that no much. It's, it's a not. weird title no. for the movie. but yeah i mean old gringo is better than like half these movies i feel like old gringo is gonna get it and that's all fine. right it's yeah, just that funny that we're gonna happiest. give it we're gonna give it to a Luis Puenzo movie, no offense to him, over like John Borman, Sergio Leone, yeah, like, you know, whatever. Like even Romero, Alan Park. I mean, I do I do I prefer Once Upon a Time in America to old Gringo. So do I. I do as well, I think. But okay, I what, think what the I fuck's like, going on? <laughs> I think I, I like just, old I, Gringo. I, really, I just really don't like that. It's like the bottom, my, my very bottom movie yeah. that we watched. Mm. Like, I like really resented having to watch that movie. Mm. I think old Gringo, they're like very, I mean, it's just a thing of like what uh, I was saying of like my expectation for one was so high and then didn't really get met. Like you calling it frustrating is a very at description because I was yeah. like this should be something that I love because it is like all these other movies I love but there is something about it where I'm just like you're doing it in a way I don't love yeah. uh, and then old gringo is the thing of like the surprise hit of the festival if you want to call it that yeah it but and then everyone later is like why did they give that movie an award That's like yeah. that, which, it's a real which is crucial fever. to any yeah. right any yeah, can. yeah. Uh, listen, and also Listen, if you're gonna give people an award, you want to like shout. You want to highlight different names. You want to give different people a shot. You want to start the Louise Points uh, uh, reclamation project. And where else to start yeah, it now? That's so, right. Sergio We're Leone get on the ground floor of that one. Sergio Leone got his flowers. <laughs> fucking John Borman yeah. got his flowers. Everybody freaking loves Excalibur. Nobody's sweating over John Borman's legacy. Well, John Borman has has taken a few hits over the years. I mean, you know, the, the guy's had his peaks and valleys. God bless him. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. He rebounds from the Emerald Forest onto Hope and Glory, which is, I feel, like one of his biggest yeah. awards players ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I love John Borman. John Borman's good. We should do him on blank check. It'd be awful. No one would listen. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, everyone would love the Emerald Forest episode. Yeah, 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 you would have to commit to having us on to talk about the Emerald Forest. Because <laughs> uh, you know we've it, seen it. Yeah, On the episode right, that no would truly seen. kill your podcast. That <laughs> it would be fine. It's just weird that it's, it's a like... a good movie. He know. made... <laughs> Point blank, he made Deliverance. He made Zardoz, which is like you know famous bizarre movie. He mm-hmm. then he follows that with Exorcist Two, which is like incredible and bizarre. And like then he does Excalibur, and you're like, God, this guy's just like the most maximalist weirdo ever. And then he sort of swerved into like, no, I do more like grounded shit from now on. Like, yeah, it's just I mean, like even the Emerald Forest is like, it is stimulating visually, but it's just kind of like, right. you know, this sort of small scale story at the end of the day like it's not really an epic yeah i don't know yeah Yeah. he's a good director uh he's not winning anything though and sergio leone didn't he like die in sorrow after this movie came out (laughs) is that true (laughs) well i guess not he died like five years later he was he's only 60 uh oh he headed did you guys know he was the jury head president of the 88 venice film festival Wow. Oh. Right before he died. I'm That's a good way gave, to go out. Gave it to yeah, the, gave sure. the Golden Lion to the legend of the holy drinker. Sounds good. Yeah. Rucker yeah, Hauer maybe. plays a drunken homeless man. All right. 
I like Legends. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> you uh, gave it to that over <laughs> Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Maybe you give it to Maybe Women not on the, the Call. Yeah, 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 there's, there's some stuff in there. There's an Angelopolis. I bet that's good. But uh, he Emmanuel gave, he gave it screenplay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, and I think, yeah, he gave the Silver Lion to the Angelopolis. So, you know, there you go. Yeah, it seems like he, he hit the the directors that you and know he, that he gave best actor movie. to joe montagna and don amici and things change <laughs> okay. it's a david mammoth movie wow. i don't know this is a good shirley mclean for madame sutsatska and uh isabel huper for a claude chabrol film this wow. looks this looks like a fun fest i would swing yeah. through venice in 1988 <laughs> Lena Olin and Harry Dean Stanton and Lena Wertmuller. Wertmuller were on the jury. Yeah, this is yeah. a good time. And then Sir Giuliani was like, peace. I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> According to biographer Sir Christopher Frailing, he was deeply hurt by the editing and poor commercial reception of Once Upon a Time in America. Listen. So... Look. A real sorry that happened to you. No prize for you, Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Sergio. I killed Sergio Leone, apparently. I'm sorry. Probably not like so... Far, far okay so like i'm gonna read this aloud yeah before i take it to the to the whatever to Terry for what's it tiara yeah, yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> we're given witness the palm peter beer's witness we're given the grand prix to robert redford for the malaga greenfield war we're given the jury prize to we we know him well argentina's own luis puinzo for old gringo yeah. we're giving the best director award to steven spielberg for the film et the extraterrestrial oh heard we're of giving it. yes we're giving best lead performance to whoopi goldberg in the color purple best supporting performance to michael lerner of all people in the postman always rings twice and we're giving best screenplay to lawrence lasker and walter parks for their work on war games i think uh, that's a very solid slate personally it is yeah. a solid i did too like, especially given the you know right the given the pool platter, like yeah. it's got some it's got some very like yes of course picks and also some like oh that's a fun pick picks like it's like a good balance of that sort of thing i think yeah yeah i'm so, not opposed i'm just making sure everyone's happy yeah i mean i think i think the one thing is we haven't talked about any potential special awards and yeah. i do think perhaps that after all these these four episodes of giving out awards we are perhaps due to dole out a demerit and i think wow. that demerit uh, oh, no. is a lifetime Ronnie. achievement award to ron howard Ronnie, yeah. poor Ronnie. So wait, in every every to, four, to, I know every he's been in every decade. These, there's right. a Ron Howard right. movie. And so it's so what were they? So it was Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, yeah. Then in the 2000s, it was The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Mm, then in best. the 90s, he had two Ed yeah. TV and Ed um, Far movie. and Away. Far and Away. Ed TV. Yeah, far and Away is horrible. The, Far and away, away is not bad. It's this really bad. I, I think, Ed, Ed, I think Ed TV, TV is a, a great the closest movie. to being yeah. good, but it's canceled out by Far and right. Away. And then Far and Away is Willow really is like one of it, in the upper echelon of these Ron Willow's Howard an okay, movies, but okay. very bad. Yeah, the Vinci Code yeah. is the worst one. The Vinci Code is the worst one. Yeah. 
Da Vinci Code is horrible yeah. and should be good. Like, right. someone should, should fun. have fun with that. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is the problem with all those fucking Dan Brown movies that he makes. I don't know why mm-hmm. they're not fun. He's made right. good movies. There's there's a half people dozen Ron Howard movies. This. People keep saying this. Great... I've, I've yet to see it. Apollo You've 13 ne- is good. Well, Apollo 13 is amazing. Rush rules. Uh, sure, sure. Rush, is, um, Rush is like the greatest. <laughs> Rush, Rush Ed, is like the greatest sports story yeah. ever told. And he directs to being like, all right. Rush is good. I bet uh, that Moby Dick one's good in the right. heart of the sea. You love the paper, no. right? Right, David. So that run of the paper Apollo thirteen ransom Ed TV that right. might be him at his best, where it's like just wow. fucking solid nineties yeah. star driven mm-hmm. Hollywood stuff. Those sure. are four good movies. I saw Night Shift in college, and I think it was fine. Night Shift saw, is a good time. I saw yeah. Parenthood as like a child, and thought sure. that was solid. Parenthood is solid. Parenthood is solid. He's made solid movies. He hasn't in a little while. Ed TV is the one. Basically. I like Ed TV. Yeah. He's made solid movies, but they haven't been at Cannes. No. Yeah, Yeah, Hillbilly Elegy. We'll talk about when we do 2020 blockbusters. Did it play Cannes? No. No. It's a Netflix movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, Netflix movies can play out of competition. They just don't. Right. He he has a film coming out this year. Uh, uh-huh. I have a right. buzz on it about uh, yeah. that. It is okay. Yes, about the Thai cave divers. Yeah, right. They right. And they've they've changed the release strategy like three times on it. Yeah, it it's a it's a it's really, UA right. It's a really good cast. Yeah, it's, it's Joel Vigo Mortensen and Colin Vigo. Farrell. Yeah. Uh, and I, have, the, I know, uh, I know someone the, who's seen the it. The cinematographer yeah. is uh, a Peach at Palmeiras ethical and Luca Guadagnino's guy. The guy from who did Beckett. Look, also Beckett. everything yep. I have ever heard about Ron Howard is that he really loves movies and like sure. is smart and no, like loves to drink in fucking stories from every mass. I, I talked about Ron everything. Howard. Seems like a great sure. Time. Seems like a He's cool guy, but yeah, just often makes kind of crappy movies. Yeah, he can come accept his demerit. Do you guys want to give out a fourth anniversary prize? Just yeah. Funny. What is <laughs> what would it go to? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Does it need to go for some something from this lineup, or is it like? Uh, I mean, the way that you've gone backwards in time sort of makes it harder, I right, guess, yeah, to justify. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I guess Spielberg is like the opposite, where Spielberg has been in three of these, I think. He, ha- yeah. he didn't Spielberg have one of Spielberg has been all of them, yeah, but, but I don't movies. think that his nine, that his 2000s or 2010s movies are very good. It was the I mean, BFG look, and, and, BFG and the Crystal Skull. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, two of his less good movies. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Crystal Skull is, like, not bad. Um, Crystal, Skull like, Crystal Skull is good. BFG is boring as hell. BFG is uh, one of the worst movies we've ever seen. Number one BFG fan before. in the world, Andy Gamuga. <laughs> the, BFG is that bad. It's just not it's, that good. He's <laughs> never made so a bad. movie that's that bad. He's no, he's Steven Spielberg. BFG is, um, like, four hours long. BFG is longer than Once Upon a Time in America. BFG yeah. is, is, is a little long. It's a little long. It's a breeze. Um, it's so not a breeze. We, um, this is like literally the same conversation we had last time. Yeah. yeah. It was on, we can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I um, we could. Do you have one, Emilio? Oh, a fourth anniversary one or just another? Yeah. I don't... I'm trying to think like what is the most I mean, like the... representative movie we've. T- I mean, I of, think it's of the whole deal. 
the idea of the can blockbuster. Yeah. Is there like one that we all agree was like we didn't expect to like it and then we did? I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know that so. there is. I think Isn't all the old Gringo winning like... the jury prize, basically. Uh, yeah. I think like if there is like an anniversary prize to be given out as the person who is maybe the most exemplary of this entire project, it is maybe unfortunately Jeffrey Katzenberg. Sure. <laughs> Sure, he can win a he can win an award. Mm-hmm. He'll be thrilled. Quibby's giving Now I'm like, is there an actor who is in a bunch of these? Like the 70th anniversary award at Cannes went to right, Nicole, Nicole Kidman because that was that year where she was yeah. just in a bunch of movies. Yeah, but I don't um, know if they're in, off the top of my head. You'd be surprised that how how many of these movies we've watched and then just completely. Go through our brain, and we never think There's about it. lot. Right. I mean, I think about a lot from '90s. Like Cliffhanger is one of the better movies we've talked about. I think. Um, well, but that's yeah. Beside yeah. the point. I feel like Ron Howard is the good representative. Yeah. He, All right. He, yeah. Sure. He gets There's the, like four, yeah, right. the fourth There's anniversary like... demerit. Sure. Yeah. There's just like yeah that veneer of prestige, but also it's supposed to be popular or whatever. Yeah, like, veneer yeah, of prestige, got... but nobody would he would never dream of ever playing in competition. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right, and then like everyone at Cannes sees it and is like, well, this movie had like explosions in it, so like maybe it was good. And then like... and it's the movie that most people at Cannes will are actually trying to see, as I learned from my <laughs> experience at Cannes this year. I guess we right. haven't talked about this year's canned blockbusters, but I, I just haven't... We got Elvis, and we get Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Right. I have not Last seen year they had F9. After its American release. Yep. After its most of its global release, I think. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sims, did you watch Elvis? I haven't seen Elvis yet. Very excited for Elvis. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Sounds incredible to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, genuinely. I'm very, very, very pro Boz. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, looks cool. Yeah. I have had I have had the coronavirus, so I have I'm the only person alive who has not seen Top Gun Maverick. Uh, it's I good. I also have not seen it. Uh, oh yeah. And three thousand years of long geek doesn't come out till later this year, so right. That's right. The yeah. Other that's another one, one, sort of. Right. Yeah. That's I mean yeah. That, that's we'll see how big that goes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Lionsgate, right? Is uh, it? For know. for wait, who, which which movie is Lionsgate? Three thousand uh, years of longing. The Miller. Uh, is it is it Lionsgate? It's not. It's not MGM. Oh, it might be MGM. Uh, I think it's UA slash MGM. Right, that sure. sounds right. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's coming out. Uh, August and August, it's right? Like yeah, weekend, it's like Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that thing's gonna roll. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be great. great, but like that's a weird time to release that movie. Certainly. Well, I don't think it has no commercial uh, yeah. prospects, but right. so they'll yeah. just put it out, yeah. uh, and that's fine. Um, but uh, I'm excited for that too. We'll cover that on Blank Check. A lot of that's bullshit right. coming mm-hmm. out this year for Blank Check. Got Pinocchio. That's right. You got all the yeah, all the stuff that's been held up because movie theaters have been closed. It's finally coming out. Right. So uh, I feel like there's something. Oh, The Woman King. Right. Uh, Right. The right. Fa- and f- the fucking Fablemans. Ah, it's going to be so good. Hey, listen. Yes, man. May, may have won an award on this podcast for being our most anticipated movie. Did it win? I think it did. It did win. We strong armed Jesse into winning. It, winning it's yes. the Fablemans. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. The, uh, 
the champagne of Armageddon times. Um, it's gonna be right. oh Jeannie well, Berlin's in it. Judd Hirsch. Ugh, it's gonna be so good. Yes, yes, we're done. We did it. I think yep. so. I think we're done. Do we want to do? I don't know. We we've waffled back and forth on whether we give speeches about the winners. Do we want to or no? no? I don't I feel like we need to. We just say. I think that yeah. I think the conclusion we've come to yeah. is that generally we give these we movies don't. their due in their discussion. Right. Did we ever say what Old Gringo was about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's yeah. I know. Yeah, we we. Talk, it, we it's for the audience to find out. Sure. Right. I mean, look. If, if it this was is on anything, Prime as of, of a couple of weeks ago, I think. I'd say watch there. Old Gringo. I'd say yeah, the Longro Beanfield War is the one to check. That is for yes. I will warn that half these movies are are not easy to find. But yes. I believe, yes. yeah, I believe Old Gringo true. is readily rentable. Uh, I think Malagro Beanfield might be even streaming on something. Am I crazy? It could be true. Maybe. I think it's I it think it's the on like Old Gringo was on Prime, I think, and then Malagro Beanfield I had to rent, I think. Okay. Um, I, I did not. I had to rent Old Gringo. Yeah, Milagro Beanfield also rentable. Yes. Um, yes. Should okay. we just run through yeah. it one more time? Officially. Yeah. You want, you want me to do it? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. All right. Palm Door is going to witness from Peter Weir. The Grand Prix is awarded to the Milagro Beanfield War from uh, Robert Redford himself. Uh, Old Gringo, Luis Puenzo's Old Gringo wins the jury prize. Steven Spielberg is the mayor director or whatever. Uh, <laughs> prize of mise-en-scene or whatever they call it for E.T. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Specifically for E.T. Right. Uh, best lead actor is Whoopi Goldberg for The Color Purple. Best supporting actor is Michael Lerner for The Postman Always Rings Twice. Screenplay goes to War Games, which again was written by Walter Parks, mostly known as a producer, and Lawrence Lasker. And a special demerit award for Ronnie, yeah. little Ronnie Howard himself. Ron Howard. Uh, God, he's only 68 years old. He really has been with us forever. And he's probably got yeah. another 10, 15 years of movie making in him. Probably, yeah. He'll, he'll make a right, half How old was he when he directed his first movie? He was like really 20. young, I think. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was pretty... Because his first movie is Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's no '70s Ron Howard movie that mm-hmm. played Kane, so this is why we aren't doing. He was 70s twenty. I think he was 22 when he made Grand Theft Auto, which wow. is not a bad movie. That's crazy. Um, and uh, that's his only '70s movie. Yeah, so, and probably didn't play a can. Yeah. I mean, look, we did it. We did it. We yeah. did it. A, a, a really clean. Yeah, maybe our easiest jury not a, ever. Not a contentious one at all. Like, I mean, it's like yeah. Well, I mean, the ni- the mostly. ninety one, the nineties one was also kind of not contentious because Alex was just like, no, that absolutely can't win an award. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex was a good jury president. He's he's more of a dictator than I, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the two thousands kind of went long. I mean, just yeah, because we, there was Griffin a lot was of the president, so of course, sure. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, um, we also, yeah, we like gave special awards to every single movie that didn't get a main. We award did, basically. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that one is maybe so. our best lineup. Just like doing the bit of the retrospective. You've got Mission to Mars, which is obviously incredible. Yes. Attack of the Clones, Matrix, Matrix Reloaded. Reloaded, just a Ocean yeah. Thirteen, a truly Mission to Mars choice. was so close to winning the Palm Door. I that would have been so good. It would not yeah. have been. That movie sucks. It's You're so crazy. boring. Um, <laughs> You can say truly that you think Mission to Mars is so boring compared to every movie that is on the 80s blockbusters list. That is yes. crazy. 
I mean, look, what else is there to say? Thank you again, David, yes, for coming thank on. You, mm-hmm. for, for the, you were thank you for having me. One. You Making me the watch these and movies. Now we're, we're docking the ship. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Well, now um, you have to think about other juries, I guess, that we can one day do. I don't know. Absolutely. We're, we're planning the uh, all people who have won the Palm twice jury. Now yeah. that there's like a robust 14 with Osland in there. Oh, uh, yeah. That's solid. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll figure some we'll stuff out. Listeners, just a matter please of, pitch us. Listeners, yeah. Yeah. have like fun ideas. I mean, like, yeah, now that we're done with the blockbusters, it's like the blockbusters are the ones that we've been doing where it's like we haven't seen most of these movies. So like that slot is maybe open, whereas when we've done other juries in the past, it's been like what is a list of movies we've mostly seen. Yeah. So there, there's room for some other more of like a, a project. Jerry. Exactly, no. exactly. Um, well, special presentation? Yeah, special yeah. presentations. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have one to start off with? You have one, David? Um, no, you guys start off. Hmm. Well, so it can be anything? Like, or it can really be anything. anything it doesn't have to be out. a movie. Anything that you want it's to... It's been songs. It's been... Yeah. Experience. Yeah, it could be a food. Uh, yeah, I can start. Um... I, if you follow me on Twitter, then you know that uh, I've been watching Girls over the past few weeks, and I'm really, oh, now yeah. I'm like really running. I'm in, in the midst of season two, uh, and it's just great. Um, I, I guess I started because uh, I was jealous of everyone else having seen Sharp Stick and saying it's really good, and I hadn't seen any uh, Dunham stuff, so I was like, I'll check this out. I love Adam Driver, and this is, like, maybe his best performance. Um, but That's also just, like, all of the female leads are so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. I I assume, I mean, like, the, the Donald Glover stuff at the beginning of season two is like, oh, I can see how there's maybe going to be more problems as this goes on. But sure. right now, it's still great. Yeah. Andy, do you have one? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oops, my headphones fell. Um, I don't think I. Can you, can you go, Colin, if you have something. Yeah, I've got one. Uh, yeah. Benediction, the new Terrence Davies movie. Oh, out, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is incredible, and you should watch. But I'm. They're doing on Criterion Channel. If you have that uh, right now, they have basically all of his movies except for House of Mirth, uh, and the one that I think is his best still is Distant Voices Still Lives. And if you haven't seen any Terrence Davies, I think. Uh, that's his first one, so it's a great one to start with. Mm-hmm. Not counting like the shorts or whatever, right. which are um, also on Criterion. Yeah, yeah, they got it all. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and watch all of them; like they're all good. Neon Bible, uh, Long Day Closes. The only one mm-hmm. I haven't seen is Quiet Passion, but uh, Quiet Passion rules. Benediction. Yeah, yeah, I got to, I got to see it. Good. And Benediction is incredible. It's the best movie of the year. Um, but yeah, watch Terrence Davies movies. Yeah, I'm I'm similarly enamored of Benediction. I saw it in the theater a couple days ago. Yeah, I was really really taken with it. I think it's really excellent. yeah. I saw it at TIFF. It's great. Um, I guess I will shout out. Um, I am I'm working on I'm trying to read a book, which is like very wow. out of you know that's it's a little bit braggy of me, and I'm I apologize for that. Uh, but I'm you know I'm I'm I, I've had it for a while. I'm like maybe 60 or 70 pages in so it's still very early and i maybe i'm regretting blowing it this early into the book but uh it's uh isaac butler's the method his book about the the history of method acting 
Uh, sure. I'm still like deep in like Russian Stanislavski stuff, uh, but I'm finding it very interesting and really uh, compelling. So I recommend it. Amelia, do you have one? <laughs> I truly every week I, I just come here and I'm like, have I watched or done anything that is unrelated to this podcast? <laughs> and the answer is mostly no, but I'm going to just shout out something I saw a while ago that I don't know if I shot out on the podcast, but like uh, retired band duo Daft Punk, who I am a big fan of. They have recently been posting a lot of like retrospective content on their like YouTube channel, which is like remastered versions of old music videos or making of or of old music videos. And there's this making of of the around the world music video that is just like this tightly edited like five minute thing with like a lot of fun footage about how they made that music video and like the choreography and like weird Michelle Gondry stuff that is uh, very good and fun and I think people should check it out if they like Daft Punk as much as I do. Alright. Do you have one, David? Or? Uh, I just watched so many like so my last couple of weeks is even watching like cartoons because my kid's been home mm -hmm. or movies mm -hmm. for this i watched the enforcer the other day for no good reason except that it's leaving mm -hmm. hbo which is bad don't watch it it's like the worst dirty <laughs> yeah. movie have you guys seen rrr slash shouted out rrr we yet? haven't really talked about it i don't know if any of us have seen it yet yeah i'll yeah. say rrr it's great it's one of those things yeah. where it's like gets all hyped up and you're like i don't know and then you throw it on you're yeah. like bah. yeah uh, so yeah, I'll say our our rules. Everything, oh God, my letterbox is so depressing right now. <laughs> Ugh, I need to get back into watching movies again. Uh, I mean, look, I'm not gonna recommend Jurassic World Dominion. I'll tell you that. Oh, much. does it suck? No. <laughs> uh, when's this posting? Friday. This Friday. I think I can. Yes, it sucks. It's horrible. It's <laughs> I'll cut it out if you, if you can't. No, no, you <laughs> so. can. The embargo is tomorrow, I think. Because yes. I think Friday yeah, yeah. is when it opens, right? So, yeah, sure, it's out sure. there. Yeah. Um, he didn't nail it? <laughs> <laughs> really? He didn't stick the landing? He brought everyone back, though. <laughs> uh, he sure did. No, I mean, it's the it's classic Javaro. It's like um, he's thinking three steps too far. Like, he's like, it needs sure. to be like a Jason Bourne movie. And you're like... Does it <laughs> like you know? I, I don't know. Like he he's he's so weirdly always been like up his own ass about like making things genre like unexpected genre projects. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you know, oh, the Book of Henry will shock you. It's ordinary people, but she's got a gun. Right. And you're like, but you cannot write a person talking to another person. Like you have more fundamental problems here, buddy. Like his whole issue <laughs> yeah. is all of all of his banter and human interaction feels really strange. I've never. He, I think it's why people get obsessed with him. Why I don't know. Anyway, it's not a good movie. Uh, it's got Sorry, a lot of locusts. A lot of locusts in it. Okay. How long is it? I have no sense. Is it like way it's too fucking long? long? It's two and yeah. a half hours long. It's like <laughs> okay. the longest Jurassic movie ever. Great, that's what we need, sure. Way too long, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, can I go back? Uh, I, I guess, like, since this is also posting Friday, I forgot. I uh, wrote a thing about my experience at Cannes. It will be up at dimthehousesites.com, which is a website that a friend of ours who has been on the podcast, Chris Mello, uh, works on, and... He has graciously allowed me to post my thoughts on Can and some of the movies I saw there on there, and it will probably be up sometime this week, so by the time this episode is out, it will be up. I am 90% sure of it, so people should read that if they can find hey. it. I think Great. it'll be called the Who is Can For? Sure. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. A good question. 
David, is there anything you'd like to plug, like your socials? Obviously, Blank Check the podcast. Listen to Blank Check. Uh, yeah, I'm David All Sims on Twitter. Tend to tweet out anything I write there. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's that's me. Yeah, like one more month like, of Raimi, and then uh, yeah, we were talking the other day that mm-hmm. it's crazy that Raimi's already almost done. <laughs> Raimi's almost done, and then we got something else coming. That's gonna be fun. I'm I can't excited. talk about it yet. <laughs> um, and yeah, then for us, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it's at Can I Kick It. Uh, if you want to follow us on Letterbox or Instagram, it's C I K I Pod. You can. Donate money to us at ko-fi.com slash canicannesi, uh, where we are doing our thing still. If you are a recurring uh, donator, donor, uh, um, you will get your name put in for a drawing to do a listener's choice episode, which we're going to be doing next week, probably, our second yeah, one ever. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, do so do that if you want to donate that way. So people can watch it. Sure, yeah. If you want to get hyped and watch Leia's Ceremony, the Claude Chabrol movie, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and get that fired up. Yep, it's, and, on, it's uh, on the Criterion channel. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think that's it. Uh, I'm Clatchley on everything. C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. Andy. At Andy T-Germ. A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M is in Mary. Amelia? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I'm Laugh Alone and on Letterboxd at I Laugh Alone. Someday I will get those two things to be the same. <laughs> Today is not that day yet. Jesse? You can follow me anywhere at uh, JCP Glick Weber. Weber has two Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I do occasionally check I Laugh Alone on Twitter to see if that person is still there. Amelia. So you can park oh, and it and sell it and to Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> they always are. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, our theme song is by Tree Related, who's on Spotify and SoundCloud at Tree Related. And then with that, I think it's time to release our audience. Bye. Bye. Bye.